Tonight in time spent poorly, Eduardo and Derek, that's me, get back together for the first time in uh, like a month-ish to talk about uh, New Orleans, which was my honeymoon, and his camping trip, which was a wreck, and uh, our lives, also a wreck, and also Shazam, which was okay. This is Time Spent Poorly. Welcome to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back. That's coming down. <laughs> just not, <laughs> just even a fan. not even a fan. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm done. Just done. Done with it. Done hey, with everybody, it. welcome to the program. Uh, okay, first thing, couple things out of the gate, Dude, real I quick. I missed you. I missed you too. Yeah. Oh. Couple things out of the gate, though. Let's. I want to lead out with this while I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh, first off, August seventh. Uh, that is a Wednesday, August seventh, the year of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Uh, Amen. Sports program on KLCZ will be back. That's eighty-eight point nine. If you're in Lewiston, uh, it'll also be back on timespentproly.com. TS fun or dot fun. No. Sorry, TSPN dot fun. Uh, time sp- uh, uh, I'm sorry. Sports program on KLCZ will be a new-ish program with Alicia, Alexander, and myself. And we will be covering primarily Lewis Clark State College sports. Ah. Uh-huh. We'll have different guests, different athletes, different coaches. Um, so is that going to cross over to TSPN or are you? It will. Are yep. You, okay. We'll still throw it on there. Uh, Zach is not off the show. He is actually, uh, we will be doing the sports program on TSPN still every Saturday. And we have been doing those, although the episodes will go back on to TSPN.fun. They've just been Facebook, ex- Facebook exclusives right now. And that's mostly just on my, that's on me. Doing part to laziness. No, well, not, okay. yeah, not, nah, okay. Somewhat, a little back. bit. I take that back. It's been a busy yeah. summer. It has. Yeah. I mean, we'll do a show. Then I'm like, I need to get this up. And then, uh. And it's hard to do. Like, it is. It's, you got to find the time. And I have them all, so I, I'll probably do them all at one time right. uh, to get caught up. But yeah, uh, so the sports program on TSPN will be a different program than the sports program on KLCZ. You'll notice a huge difference in both of those. Zach might still call in for some of the Wednesday shows, but he's in Boise and he's working a ton. So there's no, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing. He's just, the guy's busy. He's got a big boy job. Uh, He still works with me every Saturday or Sunday to do a show. We get it out there. They will be back on the internet though, on on the website though. Uh, We did have one that was a really special episode with him and Sean Walters who does a uh, beer testing, uh, beer tasting show on Twitch TV. Oh, nice. Uh, which was, and I released that in just raw. I was gonna edit it, and it's just too much. Yeah. It's just off the rails. So if you go on to tspn.fun, <clears throat> look up sports program. <coughs> Excuse me, it's just called off the rails. <coughs> and this episode was we started drinking at noon. One, so we I'm finally recorded to. by two. It was a rough episode. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but uh, we were all just 
off the rails. Yeah, and then we man, we drank so much. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so that's coming, and uh, and then also real quick, I'll mention uh, Dusty Katzenberger and I are still working on the logistics for a wrestling podcast. Yeah, well, and you and Wyatt are working on a. I mean, we were working on, on a, some let's play ideas. Let's so, play from there's stuff coming. Stranger show. Um, I just want to get that out of the way. That's what's coming. It's going to be huge. Uh, but that's it. That's it for my end. That's how summer's been. I got married. Uh, it, was wedding. it was a good wedding. You were? It was, it was a fun wedding. It was a good wedding. Yeah. I feel like if I wasn't in the wedding, you know, as the person getting married, it probably still would have been a fun wedding. I don't, I don't like you going to a lot fun. of weddings. I was having a blast. I don't like going to a ton of weddings. Your wedding is the first wedding I've been to in many years. Many years. I can't even. I, like, I'm trying to think. I, think <sighs> I have two I coming my, up this year. My sisters. I have two coming up this year that we have to go to, which will be fun. Uh, one of them is my cousin. One of them is a friend of Bree's. Um, not to say that she's not my friend, but she's not. Um, but it's, I'm just kidding. She's... <laughs> You're great. If you listen to this ever, you're great. Um, you're just not my friend. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's coming up. And uh, and then next year, I'm actually in a wedding uh, for my friend Tom, who is a uh, close friend of mine. I'm in, actually in his wedding as a groomsman. Can't wait. That should be a blast. Yeah. Uh, and they were and they were at my wedding too. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. It was a it was a good time. I had family there, and I even had a lot of work uh, coworkers there. And even that was okay. So, yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. Nice. And New Orleans is great. New Orleans was awesome. I don't recommend going on your honeymoon to another state the Monday after you got married on a Saturday. I don't recommend that to people. That's a lot of pressure. Have your shit packed, ready to go. So what happened? Tell me what. I mean, we so we got home on Saturday. Or, uh, we so we got married on Saturday. Uh-huh. I was hungover Sunday. We went. Oh, home. and you had to leave on Monday. I got yeah. You. Okay. So we got home Sunday. I had to wash laundry and finish packing because I had already done some packing for the trip. Right. I got home, washed the rest of the laundry that I wanted, packed the stuff I needed, left Monday morning bright and early to go up to Spokane to fly out. Um, I was hungover driving up to. Spokane still. Still felt like crap. I got very drunk on my wedding, friends. So we drove up to Spokane. I got very drunk the day of your wedding. I Man. I I like I I had beer before your wedding, beer at your wedding, and beer after your wedding. Man, it was rough. That was a rough uh rough flight over there. I bet. Um I actually felt sick, like my muscles hurt, and I felt sick. So I'm like, am I, am I going to be sick for this whole trip? And I was like, nah, I'm sure I'm still just hungover. I was. Um, cause, because when we got to New Orleans, finally, um, I felt fine. And we had a great week. A lot of drinking on Bourbon Street. Um, now, was this a trip that you've been looking for, like you so wanted we, to do? Yeah, we wanted to go, but we didn't know we were going there. So we knew that when we first started dating, we both wanted to go to New Orleans because the food. Okay. That's it. Like literally like, like I want to go to New Orleans because I want that food. And uh, someone purchased us this honeymoon. Mm-hmm. 
they yeah, got I they got our airfare that. and our hotel, which our hotel was which like an amazing. old like I think old mansion, which was very cool. Um, we never would have went. I mean, if we can afford that. Right. Um, boy, it was a blast. It was so fun. Um, so we wanted to go, and they knew, and got us this trip, and we went. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. First trip we ever went on together that was that big, so that was interesting. Uh, we never fought though while we were there. We only the only thing we ever argued about was uh, tipping. She likes to tip way too much, and I feel like that's uh, dumb. Okay, so what is her? What's her percentage? What's way too much? I don't know. I just feel like uh, we were tipping more than what what I would. Yeah. You know, if you have a hundred dollars, you're giving them twenty dollars after that. It's like that's one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, I know it was twenty percent though. I know, I know. Ten. I, I, ten percent. I, I feel like your percent, the. Well, I would have been fine with it, except for it was like write it in. Right. Like I t- so like I take out the only the, what what the argument was is I I would take out cash for the day, right. and then we'd go eat and then we'd pay for dinner with a card, and then it's like no give them cash for the tip and I'm like but I took out cash to go do things, like you're going out you're you're taking from the cash that I would use to go do things to tip this person can't we just write it in just write in the thing. Zach, you bet. Zach Swan was at the wedding. That was a lovely time. I miss you dearly, Zach. I always do. I just saw him a couple weeks ago, but I still just miss him dearly. <laughs> um, we actually, so that show, uh, that sports program that we did was Sean here. Zach was in town too. That was an yeah. in-person show. So it was a lot of fun. I bet. Sean never comes to Lewiston. Ever. And he was here. It was great. Nice. Uh, man, it was the, the vacation, the, the honeymoon was awesome though. The, my, the, my highlight, um, that she surprised me with completely is she got us a steamboat cruise where she got us like VIP tickets for. Nice. And I didn't know, uh, actually, and Bree did this, my wife, my wife, which is a weird thing to say out loud. She got us VIP tickets for the steamboat cruise where they like our drinks were on the thing the whole night. So like whatever we paid for the VIP things, like they just kept bringing us drinks. Oh, so it was just drink until your heart's content. And my heart did contend it. Um, <laughs> anyway, a lot of fun. Uh, Zach, Zach, uh, Zach's watching the show right now. Zach, I got to say you looked very debonair at the wedding. Yeah, I think so. I didn't get to talk to Zach. This guy could wear a goddamn t-shirt and look like he's in dress attire. Uh, yeah, I mean, he could have just been wearing... He wore like this button-up shirt, though. Yeah, the reason why he, I know... Did he have the vest? Well, he, he had a button-up shirt. Um, I don't know. I always revert back to the picture that See, I take I'm, with him. I'm picturing him in a vest, and maybe he didn't even have a vest on. <laughs> so, so far... That's because that's all you can see him as. He's wearing a vest all the time. It's a mental vest. Um, I took... So I'm two for two now of two weddings having photos with Zach at two weddings. One of them being mine and one of them being another friend's. Where I am holding him from behind like I'm his prom date. 
So I think I think Zach and I are going to recreate that photo at every wedding I ever go to with him from now on. <laughs> That's going to be a thing that happens. That should. Uh, that was a great time. Got a good photo with you and Nicole. Um, I still haven't seen a lot of the actually wedding photos that were professionally taken. We haven't seen them yet. So I liked your. Uh, I, I did. I thought the Polaroid theme was cool. I like the Polaroid thing. I've seen stuff here and there from phones. A lot of people took great photos on their phones, but I still haven't seen the professional photos yet. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, married man now. Sorry, ladies. This guy's taken crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, good times. You in camping? Oh yes, yes. Um, I well, I've actually been doing a lot of camping you off have and been. on, like. Prior to that week, we came back and, and gave our Rushmore. <laughs> and then after that, um, we had the 4th of July, and then I went on a... Uh, <laughs> Zach said, I got to get married so we can do that at my wedding. I'll just pick someone. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zach, you mark my words. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> Set the date. <laughs> you mark my words, Zach, at your future wedding... That photo will happen. I want to recreate it every photo I go to with you at. So I hope we have I hope we have like ten more mutual friends get married so that we can go to the, just so we can go to that wedding and recreate that photo. Then we'll make an album of just that photo. We should do. We need. We need. Okay, we have two. We need ten more. One for every month. We'll sell it as a calendar. That'll be the new sports program calendar where, where I'm holding him lovingly from behind. I should have well, gave you the having, photo. You need to start having like life touch backgrounds. <laughs> I should have gave you the photo prior to doing the show. That way you could throw it up on so that people can see it. Oh, um, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Is it on Facebook somewhere? Oh, boy, I don't know. I, okay. No, I probably not. Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Um, Great photo though. Yeah, and then we have one from our friend Micah's wedding. It was the same. I don't even know how the second one happened. Like the first one was like, "Hey, we're you know vaguely gay. Let's take this photo." And the second one was like, "You know, let's do that photo again." Basically, <laughs> uh, which it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll never not regret. Uh, I'll never regret warmly embracing Zach in that way. He's a very lovely man. I miss you, Ben. Your camping trip. So okay, yeah. So <laughs> you've been camping a lot, though. We have. We've been doing. We we went on. We've gone on like three outings now. The first one we and we we bought that camper last year, and so good camper. Yeah, it's a nice camper. Nice camper. It's we've had some issues with it along the way, and I'll get into some of that. Uh, so we but we got that camper. And we took it out once last year. And then so this year we've taken it out, I think, uh, um, Thank you. three times, maybe four times. I know for sure three. Um, but we took it over uh, on the Lockstown Highway 12 some, at some point. And then uh, and we did a couple. We did a few nights there. Didn't have any issues with it there um, that I can remember. Oh, we have taken it out. I don't fucking remember. Four, maybe. I can't remember now. But we took it to your wedding and camped at your wedding. Nice. Oh, That's we did good. that. Yeah, that was a, that was a time. Okay. We camped at your wedding. Then I which no hotel room, so you save money on that. 
Yeah, except we pay for the camping. Camping side. in general, yeah. But we don't have to. You don't have to. But like, you pay for camping too. To I mean, you eat to, and like post up and stuff. But yeah, and we talked about that. I want to talk more about yeah the thing that is camping. Yeah, um, we're, gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna go rough it three hundred dollars later. So <laughs> we we did the we camped at your thing at your wedding and then discovered at that point that I had a uh, broken deal that got winterized wrong. So I but I found the part for it and fixed it for fifteen dollars. Okay. So I was okay with that. Fifteen dollars. Sure. Was, yeah. No big deal. Uh-huh. And it and it was an easy fix. So then we uh, we did uh, what's the we did Door Shack, but we did Freeman Creek. Which yeah, I, have Freeman you ever Creek's driven in, into Freeman Creek? Yep, I have. It's that big long windy downhill road. Yeah, it's road. kind of a turd. Yeah. So uh, do it with a camper in your suburban. Uh, and you had the suburban at the time. We had the suburban at the time. So that's rough because that's a lot of weight behind you. Yeah, we got down there. That's pretty steep. And we were in yeah. the lowest. I had it in the lowest gear. We got down there and rolling down the windows to check in at the gate. And I look out the look at the rearview mirrors, and the brakes are just smoking. Yeah. And and they're like, oh, this happens all the time. Yeah. And to sure idiots, it was all they wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, all, all the time. <laughs> this happens all the time. To, you know, some guys' Martin. brakes completely wet. <laughs> so they did. They did. Some guys' brakes not that day. But yeah, not you. Kind of like coasted through. No, mine, mine made it. But we, so we went in and we did that, and so that prompted us to go trade in our suburban. That like, I mean, that was kind of like we were already kind of looking. That was the catalyst, though. But that was, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, we need to get a truck. So we went and we got a 2015 uh, GMC Sierra. Very nice, and it is really nice, yeah. and it had a lot of like. Stuff added onto it, so. Yep. How many miles are on that thing? Uh, fifty thousand. Except at twenty five thousand, I had a brand new engine dropped in because the uh, drive shaft uh, froze, or there's okay. some sort of uh, malfunction with it. So they put a whole new engine. We're looking at a pickup. I, I think that's awesome. We're looking at a pickup. I'm excited to say it. But I, I, but I, don't wanna... I didn't. I thought I was going to make it to forty before I got my first pickup. I, I don't want to put too much excitement into it, though, because I don't want to let myself down this weekend. Yeah. But but we are looking into a pickup. Has that been something you've always wanted? I So I had a pickup in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was garbage, uh, but I loved it. Um, this one is much nicer. Um, but yes, I have always wanted a nice pickup, but not too big. This is a Dodge Dakota we're looking into. It's actually uh, my friend traded it in. To buy his car, and I wanted it anyways. Also, uh, Kevin, if you listen to this episode, I would have bought it from you. So, idiot. <laughs> I love you, but dumb. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I truthfully do, but I would have bought it from you. So, for our big two-week uh, camp trip, we went to southern Utah. We visited yeah. uh, Monument Valley and uh, Zion National Park. But this is with the new pickup. With the, the new pickup, and it went wonderfully yeah. the first night we got we got to our spot we drove we, the only thing that i think we would have done differently is split up our drive down into like three days instead of uh, we did an overnight and then we did another long leg in down to monument valley from uh southern either northern utah or southern idaho it, 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 we we should have split it up more that 
We didn't. But uh, when we got to Monument Valley, we had kind of like an angled parking spot. Yeah. And so we pulled the camper in, and uh, as I was lowering the tongue jack, it just broke. Like the the whole all the gears stripped out in the tongue jack, and it just oh so boy. I had it like already like probably halfway off the ball, and then all of a sudden it goes and then just slams back down on the ball of the truck. Yeah, that's not good. So Nicole calls. We had this twenty four hour roadside assistance plan, and she calls uh, she calls the roadside assistance number, and uh, all they kept on like. They didn't understand what we were asking for. It's like they didn't have like a an idea of what even a tongue jack was on a camper. Yeah. And you'd think if uh, the RV dealer that's selling this uh, 24-hour roadside assistance plan for your RV, you'd think that plan would have like some sort of idea. Yeah, you'd hope that, yeah. What that stuff is. But anyway, so... Called and called, and it, you know we didn't really get anywhere, and it was getting late because we drove all day that day. That was like a 12-hour day in the car. The kids were great, all things considered. And then uh, we get, so we get there, we set up, we just leave it hooked up to the truck. But we had places we wanted to go. We wanted to do four corners. Yeah. And then we wanted to go to Monument Valley. And so... The next morning we get up, I get up and I'm like on it. I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, saunter on down to the like the little gas station that's down the road. It's like a half mile down the road. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go get some shit done. Because Nicole like ended the night pretty, feeling pretty like defeated. Because all they wanted to do was send a tow truck. And she's like, no, we don't need a tow truck. And the next day went with like went like that way too. And that, like, she kept on saying, we don't need a tow truck. It was about to get bookended with, like, you fucked hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, we, I went down and I found, like, the the manager was down there. Like, the manager, like, the, like the camp manager or something. Mm-hmm. And so, he was going to get his, like, mechanic to come up and, like, assess the situation. Yeah. And help us out however he could. To see where, you know, because we were at that point had to figure out, are we going to get a mobile mechanic out to change the, like, give us a new tongue jack? That was what we were expecting that service to provide, but didn't. Uh, So we, the mechanic comes up, he gets his floor jack and he like jacks up the camper and it's all like at an angle because he's got just the floor jack at the one side. Yeah. And so he gets it up off, we get it up off the ball, we move the truck and then we get it rested on... My, uh, the, the jack stand. Yeah. So we get it on the jack stand and it's just, and it's sitting there. And the mistake we made was not, uh, bringing the stabilizer jacks back up when we did that. Uh-huh. So I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and like tweak the stabilizer jacks, bring them back up. And so what happened when that, that did it, like, at the point that he moved it, much of the weight had shifted to those Ooh. stabilizer jacks. So it was just like resting on those. So I went to like bring the stabilizer jack up and it just kind of like slips and sloughs off the yeah deal. And then like the tongue goes down and it's like, oh, fuck. The kids are inside the camper. So the camper tips 
like yeah toe, toe down and so and the the scissor jacks the stabilizer jacks are all fucked yeah they're just mangled especially the front the more the front two than the back two so they're they're toast um and the 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 employee that worked there he's navajo but he was like i think i can pound these out right and maybe i might be able to pound these out they're not going to be like great perfect yeah but if i pound them out they might be you might be able to get you by until you can get some new ones yeah so he took those and then and then he took a uh like a a jack stand one yeah of those like mm-hmm. and he it was like a big 10 ton one so then then Huge, the trailer yeah. just kind of sat at a goofy angle because he only had one yeah so he couldn't do it on both sides so it's just on one side of the tongue so it's like kind of yeah and so we found a guy in page arizona which was two hours away yeah two hour drive away we found a guy in page arizona that had a a new tongue jack i i I described to him over the phone he was an rv and uh marine guy like did rv and marine mechanics and so um, I'm like, okay, great, awesome. I'll be there. And he goes, and I checked, and he had the scissor jacks too. He had a pair of them. He didn't have four. So, and he's like, we close at four, and it's like ten o'clock or something at that point. I was like, great, we're heading out now. And so we head in. We get those. We're super grateful. He's even like, like. He's got this big, beautiful Great Dane that's like multicolored. It's got a blue yeah. eye and a brown eye. They've got uh, they've got Trump twenty twenty hats and <laughs> Make America Great Again jackets hanging on their back wall. They've got a picture of Trump and Melania. Wow, a signed picture of Trump and Melania on the road. It's like they're just inviting vitriol from somebody. Mm-hmm. But you're so but grateful. Just, but, but, well, and I, you know, I'm not that you don't guy. Care I'm not that, yeah. I don't care about people's political. Yeah. Like, what am I going to. And also, it's just I don't have anything to add to that. It's just argument. something you'll, you'll keep but, in your but, head but, for but a just, podcast yeah. later on. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll hold on to this for the show. Yeah. But, and, and it doesn't change the fact that they were, I mean, they were very nice people. Right. Yeah. They're just <laughs> stupid. At this but point, yeah. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you. Know, <laughs> you <laughs> Thanks for bailing me out. You made your choice in 2016, and that's fine. But if you're still making that choice for 2020, and I know, I know people. I know, you know me. I do too. Um, but I, I just don't. I like. I can understand it, but I don't understand it. Like sure, I can sure. understand some yeah. of their like. This is but, but if you're listening to the show for the first time, it is, makes uh, me giddy. Yeah. At the same time, this like by I'm no like, means a liberal show, no, or no, no, uh, no, we no, don't no, we don't care. No, but. Uh, yeah, but it also but, is funny. I do actually. I also do like. I saw somebody with a Trump twenty twenty hat the other day, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, neat! This is gonna get exciting in yeah. a year or so." Because cool. I mean, it is just. Yeah. They bought their Trump twenty twenty hat them, in like twenty eighteen. Qu- question? Yeah, exactly. Like they're ready. Yeah, that's cool. And there's people I know online that are like they're proud of their their they're making America sure. great, yeah. great again. Cup coos or sure, coos- yeah. And you, you're compelled to ask. Yeah, but not in this case. No, because you wanted to just get your jack and get the hell out and so, of it. Yeah, but and I wasn't gonna. I, I mean, 
How do you even have that conversation? No, really, you I don't. mean, you you can't because they've obviously they're working on a they're they're on yeah. a different they've leveled up maybe yeah beyond you yeah they're on a different wavelength yeah. than you are yeah if you can't understand it right yeah. but they can they're they're like they get it they get yeah. why they've made that choice yeah. and you can't talk there's nothing you could possibly choice. say that would ever right. So they bought those in 2018. Like, right. you know, right. Oh yeah. And they're proud of them because they're yeah. putting them on display yeah. and they're, and they know, they know yeah. there are people that are not like me yeah, that are going to turn around, take their business elsewhere. Yeah. And not good. And, and, oh, and there's going to be, a, or there's going to be an argument and that guy, he was an arguer. Yeah. He wasn't arguing with me. Cause he didn't start it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, he had you. some sort of sign on his wall, like, I, I can't fix stupid. I just fix what you fucked up or something yeah, like that. So yeah. he's like that kind of guy. So he's yeah. like. You're like, thank you. Thank you. Thank so, you. Anyway, so I picked up my stuff. We got on our way. He sent us to Walmart for a couple other odds and ends that mm-hmm. we were needing. Because um, we were like, well, we're going to go to Napa. And he's like, go to Walmart. I hate Walmart, which I've, a Trump guy, I would have figured, like, would like Walmart. But see, that's how not ignorant I am. I think but, everybody hates Walmart. Yeah, it might be. Maybe that's the universe. <laughs> Including like Walmart people. <laughs> They're just like, I hate it, but it's a necessary evil. So it go is. there. So we went there. We got our shit and we got going. And we get, went back. We got and uh, another person that was working came out and they put on the new tongue jack. And we got all squared away. And I spent the better part of the evening. This was our day that we were going to go to Four Corners, but didn't. I spent the better part of our evening sweating underneath the camper putting on the... Uh, the two scissor jacks we got. It was a experience to be sure. And then we got back. Uh, when we got back, Nicole got on the horn with everybody and has made a lot of noise since. And we're still in the process of getting things squared away. So is this still busted right now? No. Everything's good. It's on. operable. Nice. I got two new. I got two other uh, scissor jacks that I got to put on still. Nice. But I just got to find a day that's cool enough to. Nice. Sit out and fuck with that. Um, So what I wrote down over here is um, I I have a friend who told me that regardless of what year a trailer you buy, uh, it does not matter. Um, So I was looking for it. Once I get my pickup, I want a little trailer. Little one. Yeah. Small though. Uh, And they said, and I said, should I buy new or should I buy used? And he said, it does not matter what year you buy. You will have so many issues with it that you'll hate it. Mm-hmm. So by used. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, we had, we had so much, we've had, a, there's some issues he he every a, single time. And yeah. I hate my camper. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But I hate yeah. it. And he said he had stairs on it, the automatic stairs that come down. He said they stopped halfway and they had to replace the stairs on a trip. Yeah. Uh, Cause they did not work, but it was just high enough to where they couldn't get into it without the stairs. <laughs> unless they were like going to climb Everest is how he described it. So he said, basically does not matter. There will be a million things that break on them. You just got to embrace it. So yeah. So it, when it I is, when I get a, is what it is. Yeah. When I get a pickup, if it's this weekend or not, I'll make sure when I buy a trailer, I'll embrace the hate that I have for it. Oh yes. Because it might it might break and probably buy used. I'd go lightly used. Yeah. If you can. Yeah, I mean, I don't want a bunch of like bums butt fucking in it. Right. Oh, that was a whole conversation we've been having because there's this thing called RV share. 
Uh-huh. And people are talking about, like, there's this whole, like, advocacy for it where people are like, I'm paying off my camper in, like, the half the time yeah. or less, like, in two years because sure. they're doing the RV share. And, like, Nicole's first argument was, like, I don't want people having sex on our bed. Sure. And I was like, well, I just take the phone. The, like, the I mean, I've stayed phone. in hotels, so. Yeah, that's that, too. I mean. And so. It's just one People of those... jizz in the curtains in hotel rooms. I mean, like, there's nothing you can there's do. There's jizz in all the curtains. There's. J- do you not blacklight a hotel room? The nicest hotel room, don't blacklight it. No. There'd be jizz everywhere. Everywhere. On 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 the light switches. Anything you touch. <laughs> the remote for the TV. Oh, every button. Every button. Someone's jizzed on Even, that remote. Like, I mean, when you use a TV remote at a hotel, all you need is a channel up and channel in and volume. But every button's going to have jizz. Kicked. On it. Or icinged, I guess. The batteries in the remote. Yep. Jizz. Anything you have to touch is, yeah. has been jizzed on or in. In a hotel room. In the nicest of hotel rooms. Yeah. So Somebody I know is like, I only stay at the Davenport in Spokane. I work for the state, so you get like a state rate. Like, I stay at the Davenport in Spokane. I'm like, you know they still jizz on everything in that hotel room, right? Like, everything. And they're like, no, they haven't. How do you know? And I'm like, because I jizzed on everything in all those rooms. I did it. It was me. Uh, No. But, I mean, seriously, though, you just can't, can't trust humans. So you just got to embrace it. You'll be okay with it. Make peace with it. And that's, I think, the the part I'm having, like, like I kind of like the idea of the RV share thing, but it's, it's like, oh, then I'm a landlord. And then I was also reading, yeah. like, people have to do, like, a orientation with the renter. Yeah. Prior to going, and I'm like, ah, that sounds like not fun at all. I think our thinking is, and then one person was like, "What are the what are some of the problems that come up from it?" And then the guy's like, "Uh, people not jizz on everything." The, oh no, not that. Not draining the black tank correctly with jizz. And so I'm much. Like, okay, so that's that's enough to dissuade me yeah. from wanting to do it at all because I don't want like I barely want to clean my own shit out yeah. of our black tank. Yeah. So I think I think Bree and I's idea is we get this pickup. Uh, hopefully this weekend, if it's a right deal and we get, you know, approved for what we want, the right interest, all that stuff, you know, all that stuff, buying a vehicle. Um, the next step would be a camper trailer. Uh, now we don't need anything big. What what size is yours? 20? Ours is 28 feet. 28. We have, we could, if we didn't have kids, we could get away with much less. So we're thinking like 17. We have a yeah. do- we're, so the vehicle we're looking at is a Dodge Dakota. So I don't know if we're going to want to haul anything more than seventeen feet. I mean but, Freeman, I'd want I'd want to go to Freeman. So that's what I'm thinking is like stuff like Freeman. Like I like even then like I just think the weight on it like I'm thinking like I'm thinking even smaller. We don't need much. I think seven. I just, you could do seventeen feet though because we did twenty eight yeah. feet with the suburban right. exactly. And so that's what I'm thinking, and which like, was a little high for yeah. it. But if you that's what I'm thinking. Like 17 feet, feet you get me off the ground. That's give me a wide l- Give me a little kitchen. Yeah. Well, 28 feet we've got. You haven't even been in ours yet. I haven't, no. Um, we've got the t- We have a tip out or a slide out. That's right. Yep. And it's got the dinette in that. And then we've got a couch that folds out. We have basically what equates to three queen beds. 
right. when we sleep it at night. It sleeps six. Uh, I'm just basically. stoked. I hope this try. Hope this pickup thing works out, Ward. I do too. I, I but I don't want to put too much hope in it. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to set myself up for failure. Next episode, we do a show, and I'm like, hey, it didn't work out. I don't want to be bummed about that. Right. But I won't allow. Be a little bummed about it. Of course, you got. I mean, I I, I have a feeling it's going to happen for. I you. know the pickup. You have. You rent right now. I do. Mm-hmm. You have much other. You don't have probably much debt. Maybe got the car. Loan. Definitely student loan. Uh couple credit cards the thing is decent but you pay credit. but you pay all your stuff yeah, so you're absolutely. Probably, your credit report's probably good yeah the thing is is that uh it's the uh the only thing that would hold us up really is that she just switched jobs mm. yeah there's that but i don't know i want to talk about that can we talk yeah. about that yeah yeah um We'll have well, to have her we on. That, to talk we had about that deaf doula episode where she called uh-huh. and was like talking about deaf doula. So, so my wife is officially working at a funeral home. Um, I'll talk. I'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to so know she, the tra- the like what how that happened. Tra- how that transpired. So I'll tell you how it happened because it's amazing. And if you're a student and you listen to the show, I know you already know what I do for a living. If you know me personally, so please listen to this if you're a student. And you're trying to find a job in a field that you want to work in. We'll just leave it at that. Um, my wife, my wife, uh, she, God damn it. Um, she, um, she's going back to school. She knew she wanted to quit her job. She worked at a mill here in town, here, a lumber mill, and she hated it. And, uh, and I was very supportive of it. We knew this was going to happen for a long time, that she was going to want to quit this mill to go back to a field of what she wanted to do. Which, to be honest, was a good-paying job. Great-paying job. Yeah, very good-paying job. And with a lot of like long-term potential if she wanted very to much. see it through. If she wanted to see it through. Right. But she hated it. Just right. absolutely hated it. So I wasn't really sure what she wanted to do, and I don't know if she was either, but she had an idea. She talked about the death doula thing. If you go back and listen to that episode, you can hear that a little bit. Well, and you can sense in even her tone. Yeah. like It's almost like a longing. Yeah, it's something she's interested in. It's a it's an interest and she she wanted a, a career in in the death field we'll say. She went on to Google and found a funeral home in the area here that had a five star rating on Google. Literally, that's what she went by. And she reached out to them to set up a meeting to talk to them about their careers, uh, about what they like, what they dislike, misconceptions, stuff like that, like a job shadow interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she set it up. I Again, uh, I did not tell her to do this. I say that because of the field that I work in currently. She um, set up this interview with them. She went to go talk to them. And during the interview, she said it felt like an interview for her, for a job. So she came home, told me that, and I was like, hey, we should finish up that, that resume. And I have resume experience because that's the position that I work in. And so I helped her finish her resume. She went and turned that in a couple of days later and they called her and offered her a job. All she had to do, students looking for jobs, young people looking for jobs, is she reached out to the owner of a business to talk to them about what their business was like. And then she got an offer based on her interests. So now they called her? 
She or so, she called back. So she called them to set up an interview with them to talk to them about right, the job. Right. Yeah. During the jo- during the interview, it felt it like an interview for her. Like a kind of uh-huh. reversal. She came home and told me that, and I was like, "You better turn in a resume." So she took another initiative to finish her resume, and then I helped her with it to make it look to polish it to make it look right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is what I do for a living. And then she turned that into them and then they called her back. They called her to offer her a position. They called her in to bring her in for a meeting. Then she went into the meeting and they offered her a position. That's awesome. Yeah. So now, not only is she working in the field that she wanted to work in to go to school for, she got a job in that field, a well-paying job in the field. Oh, sweet. While she's going to school to do that field. So she'll have that experience. That's awesome. She'll have first-hand experience, and she'll eventually have the degree to go with it. She She's basically interning with pay. Uh-huh. Yeah, she no, she's essentially, they've actually looked at her as a paid intern. She went online to do some paperwork to, to become a paid, like, apprentice. Uh, we're basically... The work that she's doing will has nothing to do with the work she's doing. She's going like she'll she'll get this apprenticeship based on what she's doing. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. She'll get so she'll get this apprenticeship credits basically uh, for what she's going to be doing in her job that she does right now. That she's actually she started a couple weeks. Uh, 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 Monday was her official first day. But she had been doing a little bit. Uh, as soon as they offered her the job, she was going in and doing some stuff after hours to kind of learn it. And right. Yeah. But she's got a job in it. She's a she works in a funeral home now. That's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Congratulations, Bree. Yeah. She just had to reach out. That so uh, that, that's a really cool story. I, yeah. Um, so young people, if you're listening, if you're interested in a field, reach out. Reach out to somebody. Don't reach out to HR. Reach out to somebody in charge. Call them. The employers. The, the worst they can do is say, "No, I'm not interested in." Right, and then you just call the other one. Call right. another one. Yeah. They want to know you're interested. Employers don't think that you have. If you are young. Right now, employers don't think you have anybody soft applying, skills. Yeah, anybody applying for a job is just looking for work. Right. And they don't think that you have soft skills. All employers don't think that you have soft skills if you are young. That's what I have learned in where I work right now. Yeah. They think that you are dumb and you are young. And even if you earn your bachelor's degree, they think that when you graduate college, you do not have soft skills and you are not prepared to work. All it takes is for you to change their mind. All you have to do is just reach out to employers and show you have interest in a field. Oh, yeah. They'll come in. Bree is not, she's not a unicorn. This isn't like somebody who, re- this isn't, she's not the only person that's ever done this. She just happened to have done it on her own. No, that's, that's. But a- if you're interested in like a tech company. Call that CEO. Call him. Who cares? Maybe you get nothing. Maybe you get an assistant. Yeah. Maybe you go to the business. Go into the front door and say, what do you do here? Show that interest. That's it. It's a really easy step and you think it sounds so easy. 
It is. It's just you don't think of doing it because it sounds so easy. Well, that's like one of the things like I won't I'm not going to talk too much about where I work, but wh- where I do work is it's not so hard to climb the ranks. Sure. Where I'm at. It's just a matter of a person's willingness or desire yeah. to do that. And I see it all the time because I'll see people and we've talked about this before. Um, and this isn't any this isn't anything against Bree. It's just kind of like um, it parallels that. But people that are unqualified can sure. climb the ranks because they're but but they have that ambition enough to yeah. pursue it. And it's the pursuant behavior that helps to catalyze people in yeah. whatever work they're doing. I could tell you her entry level position with no experience, but having the interest to do it and the excitement is higher pay than a lot of entry level jobs in this area. And then a lot of decent pay jobs in this area. I bet. And that's insane. I'm but excited for her. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's awesome. That's why we can uh, go look at a pickup this weekend and not have to worry about it after she had quit her job at the mill. Yeah. Which paid well. We would not be having this conversation. <laughs> if she just quit her job at the mill. Yes. Because <laughs> it would be a different conversation. It would be, how am I going to live <laughs> <laughs> with, with the cars that we have? Um, it's a different conversation. Oh yeah. Um, no, but it, man, it was, a, it was a cool experience. It was cool to see her go through it. I'm very proud. Bree, if you listen to this, I'm very proud. No. Very proud that you did this. Um, for, I mean, for those of you who don't watch the show all the time, uh, I mean, you know that she's nine years younger than me. So she, we're, we're essentially not the same generation and my generation isn't necessarily one that calls and looks for opportunities either. My generation is also a lost cause as well. And we're, and we're near the same generation. It's just more insane for me that somebody nine years younger than me just took that initiative, took that initiative yeah. to do that. And all it took was just a phone call. I mean, she just hardwired in. You know how many students that I work with that don't even have their voicemail set up? I mean, if they go apply for a job and they don't set up their voicemail, that's crazy. You gotta set up that voicemail. No one's gonna leave a message. Yeah, most of the time I won't. But if it's a, I mean, if it's a company looking for an employee, they'll leave a message, right? But they just, you know, then you call them though, and it's like the voicemail box is full, and you cannot leave a message. You're like, well, you just lost an opportunity, idiot. Yeah, but. Man, it's hard. I, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not speaking against any other generation. I hate checking my voicemail, too. I get it. I hate having voicemail. I hate having a phone. I also hate having a phone. <laughs> my mom has a podcast. If you want to listen to it, you just have to listen to my voicemail. Yeah. I've seen that meme. That's a funny meme, though. It is. My mom leaves three-minute voicemails. I say three because I want to be, I don't want to over-exaggerate, but a three-minute voicemail lasts forever. Anyway. You go on like six different tangents. Oh, my God. I call back. I'm like, what was your voicemail about? <laughs> I didn't listen. I listened, to, I listened to, hey, Derek. Beep. Message deleted. <laughs> um, anyway, I want to pick up. <laughs> so I started a movie. 
yesterday. Yeah, tell me about this movie. I, I've been I've been wanting to talk to you about this. I uh, I don't know why you did this to yourself. Do you said to hate watch? Yeah, it was. So we were. I signed up for like three months of Showtime because it's like on special right now for like five ninety nine a month. And one of the movies they had on there was the Amy Schumer vehicle, I Feel Pretty. Yeah. Um, and if you've listened to this show, we all know how I feel about Amy Schumer. <laughs> Say it. You have a line. She's talentless garbage. Yep. <laughs> okay. I, I do not like Amy Schumer. I feel like she lucked her way into the business. No one does. Um, people do, but I I don't know them. I don't know them. So I'm gonna scroll through our Pe- messages. People do time. like Amy Schumer, but I don't know those people. But I know they do exist because she keeps getting stuff, so they must exist. I feel like her days are numbered, though. I would say after the result, after the uh, not not reaction, maybe uh, maybe after the lack of reaction from her last stand-up special, I would agree. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Nobody, nobody did at all. So I started this. I, I was like, I'm gonna hate watch. This. Sean Walters is joined in. She's the worst. He was also on Off the Rails ah. sports program. Thank you for joining, Sean. Yeah, she's the worst. Yeah, no, she's terrible. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna hate watch this rom com. And it's all. It's like got all the all the beats, yeah. all the acts. You can see it. It's like yeah. they're laying the groundwork. You know what happens in it, yeah. And she's sad, and the first thing she does is get on a spinning machine, and she's all awkward about things, and then there's this like whole thing where she's like, uh, nine and a half, I need a nine and a half shoe. Like, do you go to a spinning place and get shoes, for one? Maybe no. in a bigger city. But so I don't know what the whole. But so, I mean, I've been to spinning class. You just use the shoe you have. Right, on. that's what I was thinking. She's like, I need a nine and a half shoe, double wide. And then the other, and then the actor, the person was she helping bowling? her was like, was like, like the tra- like a trailer, double wide, like a trailer. And yeah, I mean the Har. the dialogue is awful. Um, Har. But and then so she does this whole. It's like this whole mousy exchange. Then she gets in there, and everybody's all. Skinny. She has an exchange with a skinny girl, and she's like, first day too? And then they're, yeah, this whole uh-huh. thing. So um, the message I sent you was um, <laughs> she works with this schlubby guy named Mason. Why doesn't she just fuck him? No, she's going to have to land some cut dude that seems, that seems beyond her muffin, uh-huh. or that sees beyond her muffin top. Um <laughs> Then I'm sure they'll have the was I the fucking was I a fucking bet second act mm-hmm. from what was the movie was that was it uh, she's all that she, she's all that yeah okay was I a bet <laughs> and then good yeah. movie it was it was a good movie but I mean that's all that that's that same formula we mm-hmm. do those acts so and then like minutes the real pass. gamble is whether or not I finish this movie but yeah yeah minutes pass and I go she just needs to fuck this Mason guy yeah. Because they keep having these little scenes, or but it's, there's no chemistry, but between them. But I'm like, you know, he'd do her. Sure. 
Well, but, but she's too. But that—that's the thing is, like, the attitude is that she's too good for him. But who's good and you know, who's she good enough for? Yeah, you know what I mean. I wonder if um, she if she was a producer on this. Uh, I don't know because I did not watch much more past that. I then my next message to you was had to quit. Yeah, I moved on within seven minutes. The reason why. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I ask is because in movies that she produces, she, um, in the movies that she produces, she fucks John Cena. Like in the movies that Amy Schumer does, she can fuck John Cena. Right. I've seen John Cena's wife or, or he was engaged to her. She wasn't Amy Schumer. Right. And John Cena wouldn't look twice at her. No. In real life. No. So I'm interested if she directed this or, or produced it. Even a John Cena type no. would not. And that's the thing. Well, I mean, a Derek, a Derek type wouldn't. So Not that personality, no. <sighs> yeah, no. It's more she's about not her, funny. It's more about her personality than anything. Well, it's it's she's, uh, um, well, she's talentless. Um, I don't like people that. She so, acts. See, okay, I okay. Feel like so she feels I'm beneath her. Sure. Yeah. Somehow, I don't like people that. Uh, so okay, okay, okay. So let me let me. Uh, <laughs> I tell jokes. You've been waiting for this episode, yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. This episode where we take a deep dive on Amy Schumer. Let's try, let's shows. dive in. Let's dive yeah. in. Okay. I tell jokes. I have written jokes. And I have done comedy. It's it's not always been good. It's I've had more bad than good. Um, I've had more decent than good. Um, I've had a few bad. Let's just say that I haven't a lot. I haven't a lot of bad shows where people like hated it, but. And even if they hated it, they lied to me. But I could tell where, where it wasn't great based on laughter. You know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. That said, while I feel like I might be funny and I want to make people laugh, that's what I like doing, I have friends who are very much funnier than me. And when I have people that are like, man, you're funny, I always think to myself, man, you should meet my friend Jared or meet my friend Adam or meet my friend Patrick. They're so funny. They make me laugh all the time. That's why they're my friends. You should meet Zach. You should meet Sean Walters. They're funny, funny people. They make me laugh. That's why I'm friends with them. You should meet Ward. They make me laugh. Like, that's the thing. So I'm like, I like to make people laugh, but it's not that I necessarily think I'm so fucking funny. I think that she thinks she is super hilarious. Yeah. And... Maybe the jokes that she took from other people are funny, but she is when not told funny. by the people that told them the first time. Yeah, she is not funny. Right. I don't like people who are not funny, who think they are super funny. My case in point: my wife, my wife. Goddamn, Borat. Um, <laughs> it's gonna happen every time now. My wife, Borat. Um, she does not think she is funny. She does not think she's a funny person. She makes me laugh though all the time. She's very funny. I, a brief I think she's, she's she's got. A- I think she's very funny. It's a very dark sense of humor. She's yeah. it's funny to me. Um, you know who makes me laugh is my son. 
Well, both my kids, actually. Both my sons. Yeah. Even my daughter sometimes, but I don't think she knows she's doing it. But Sure. But my son, Wyatt, who does Stranger Show, yeah, he'll get me sometimes and... It's like a sneaky one. Yeah, well, and I'll... And you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah, I mean, he had some <laughs> chum the water joke the other day when my dad was here, and my dad about lost it. They were at the pool and so... But, 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 and, and then he'll do things where he'll make a joke when I'm supposed to be pissed at him and -hmm. it's hard to like, but I don't think he's, he, and even as a young, and I, we've talked about how I, I can identify with white a lot. He's not super vain in the fact that he is funny though. I don't think he knows he is. Right, quite, and that—that's like what I'm. What I you're think saying. he likes make people laugh. Oh yeah, he likes the reaction from it, which is how I was. I, I, I'm at that age, especially. I like making people laugh. I think that's fun, but I don't just. I don't think like, oh, I'm super funny. Um, yeah, I remember going through that phase when you're about his age. You're like, I can get on these adults' level. Yeah. And you're like, and so that you kind of try to play to their level, and sometimes like what you're doing like misses really far, really bad. Man, but even I, as an adult, when you do that though, too, it misses. Yeah, like, you can miss. Man, I tell but, people all the time there there are people who are like, man, that was really funny, and I say, I say, and they're like, I'm, I'm, usually it's uh, so so not to be a sexist person. It's usually girls. You're so funny. How'd you get so funny? Like that. I've, that's a thing I've heard from girls. No offense to girls at all, but I. But I always think I don't say it to them. I would say it to you and other people who make jokes. We I mean, we do a podcast where we do jokes. Yeah. Um. I cast a wide net. It's a wide net, and I would say seventy five percent of the stuff that I say that could be funny is not funny. Twenty five percent of it lands. And I recycle it. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of it is also, there's a lot of workshopping it there. That's why you have friends that are also funny. I workshop a lot of stuff with my friends, even though we don't necessarily call it workshopping, but that's what we're doing. Um, I workshopped something with Bree yesterday where we were talking about, I, I, remember, I, I don't know if you remember, I used to say, instead of kill two birds with one stone, I used to slip in uh Kill two birds, kill two girls with one cup. I used to say that in normal conversations. I used to say like, "Yeah, I mean, I think that I'll kill two girls with one cup." So uh, then you just continue, ta- just continue talking, keep, yeah. and then people are like, "What the fuck?" And that's funny to me. That's that's hilarious, and um, especially when it's fast and you don't know, and it's like, but he just, uh, you know, so. Yeah, and you're waiting for the one person to cut you off like, and be like, um, what did you just say? So so stuff like that. So the other thing, so what we came up with the other day was like, well, you know what they say, you know what they've always said. I mean, I love I love doing that too, like, you know, like we like from a foundation. You know what they've always said, you can't uh you can't suck your own dick without breaking a few ribs. <laughs> Which is like, you know, obviously a play yeah. on like you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. You know. But but that kind of stuff like extremely vulgar. Yeah, that's super funny to me to go so extreme, and then to think and then to say like that's a age old saying, <laughs> age old wisdom. Yeah, that like, I came up with right now. Farmers pass along. You know, yeah, yeah, the farmers. Did. You know what they say? You can't break. You can't suck your own dick without breaking a few ribs. <laughs> no, that's not. No one's ever said that. Uh, what about making an omelet with two? Yeah. Fuck 
you, Johnny. You know, <laughs> you know my grandpappy always said, we after always a long day, <laughs> after a long day in the fields, my grandpappy always said, you can't break a few, you can't suck your own dick without breaking a few ribs. So that's what he said when I was young, and it always <laughs> stuck with me. <laughs> that's that's funny to me. Or I mean, I, right. I want to. Yeah. I mean, and of course, a lot of them I always think of like it's just tweets I'll send where it's like, you know, if you don't, if you can't handle me, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. You right. know, like that's. I love misquoting. That's funny. That's hilarious to me, but yeah. that's not. But I don't necessarily say that because I think that's so funny. I want to put that out there because I want other people to laugh at it because I like people laughing at what I say. Right. No, I look for stupid things to say. A lot sure. Of times. Yeah. I. I mean, I. You'll never. It'll. It'll never come out on a podcast. Cause I, I'm not that brave, but mm-hmm. like, I'll sing songs to my kid. Oh, like we've make talked them about up. It. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I, and it's usually in the heat, like in a uh-huh. heated moment uh-huh. too. I'll sing aggressively at uh-huh. them, and <laughs> they'll be pissed. But yeah. Uh, oh, we've talked about we've talked about just stupid. Um, Making up lyrics to shows, you know, oh, which, yeah. which my famous one is gonna solve that crime, <laughs> most likely a rape crime, <laughs> you, <laughs> know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff, you know, right. that's stupid stuff. I don't think I don't necessarily think that's very funny. No, it's it, like my thing isn't it's funny. I know what it catches on though when I look over and I see and I see, you know, Brie. When we're watching Law and Order, I see her, you know, gonna solve a crime. It's stupid. It's a right. stupid to win, you know. Right. I, so, so I guess like the, well, all I'm saying is like that. That's one of my main reasons for not liking Amy Schumer, because I do feel like that what she's she she comes out and out of the gate, out of the gate, she's like, "I'm pregnant, my vagina." Like that's yeah, the first all her thing jokes she are winners in her yeah mind. There's nothing that's gonna fall flat. Nothing that's gonna. And I wonder. I don't. I've never seen online of her doing a tour. I, I, I don't see has. her tour. Uh, and a lot of comedians will tour a ton before they do a big old special. Yeah. Because they'll, because they'll test out. Well, but they'll also test out shit. Yeah, workshop material. <clears throat> Brian Regan will test a ton of stuff before he before he records a special. Oh yeah. And and Louis C.K. back in the day, I mean, he, he he was known for testing out stuff that didn't wouldn't lend at all. I mean, it takes time. I mean, that's why comedy in Lewiston's bad because you, there's not a place to test out stuff all the time. Right. There's no there's no room. That's why I've swung out a few times. Failure is not. It's different in a small area. Mm-hmm. Than it is in a big area because you can fail multiple times in the same. Like in New York, you can fail multiple times at the same venue. In Lewiston, yeah. you can fail once, and then if you do it again, if you go and do that same material a second time, yeah. And a lot of your audience is the same audience. You're getting that same audience back, so right. they're gonna. It's hard. One heard it, mm-hmm. and two, they they've already tolerated right. you one time. And right. 
With, yeah, they gave you a courtesy laugh the first time. Right. They're not courtesy laughing that second time. No. They're they're talking. <laughs> yeah, they are. The second time. Through it. Right. About their plans for when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get a uh, You want to get a hamburger after this asshole is done talking? <laughs> you're just up there trying. <laughs> trying your damn Just trying your best. Um Amy Schumer, she sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's that. That I mean, that's my that's my main major criticism, you know. And I watched the. Um, I didn't watch the stand up special on Netflix. I I refuse. Right. Um, but of course, when you're on Netflix, though, it previews stuff when you land on it, and right. and they featured that for a little bit there, where it was her wearing the leather thing again, but this time she's pregnant, and then she was just doing like, oh, I'm pregnant. It was just like, ugh. Yeah, well, it was hard I, to watch. Even the preview is hard to watch. What I think is also difficult is you see, you're starting to see. Um, I, th- I feel like she has kind of set back female comedians in a way because you see it kind of emulated in Ali yeah. Wong a little bit, emulates that same kind of style a little bit because she's going for that it's almost a shock value yeah over the top deal and but you don't get i feel like the comedy of like a kathleen madigan in the 2000s or or even a maria bamford and you know those ones were uh solid comedy but now i feel like it's getting oversaturated with yeah uh, less savories, and I feel um, like it's, I'd say of it's the modern era, catalyzed by her meteoric rise. I'd say like of the modern era, I still like I like Chelsea Preda Preddy a lot. Um, her special on Netflix is great. I don't think I've watched that one. It's good. Check it out. It's funny. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think like. I mean, Kathleen Madigan, you watch her stuff and, and Maria Van Banford, like those two specifically, you watch their stuff and it was never, um, I don't know that it holds up in today's scene. I mean, but it's just, but it's also, it's, it's stuff you've heard before. So it's not necessarily that it Banford holds up or doesn't. could, Madigan would be tough. Yeah. Uh, only because it's just, uh, it's very dry. Bamford's good because she's got the voices that I think that would always carry. Right. When she's when she's talking, she's very high pitched, and then she does the voices for like a, a Karen type, yeah. you know. And she's like, "What?" You know, and to, to go into like the voice, I think that works really well. Who is um? You watched Pete Holmes' show as well, mm-hmm. uh, Crashing. Yeah. Um, and they had the SNL gal on there, um, Latina. Uh, what the hell's her name? I uh, can't pull it right at the moment. Maria Villasenor. Yeah. She's wonderful on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does a great job. And I love that, like, her thing is, like, the voices. And, and she has that heart-to-heart with, like, the alley girl. And uh, I actually, and I like the alley girls. Uh, Was that Lauren Lampkus? Yeah. I didn't like her. No, 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 not, not not Pete's wife, but the one that was the the comedian girlfriend. The comedian girlfriend. Yeah. Did you see her? Uh, nope. Her special on that uh, Tim uh, Robbins. No. Deal? Oh, it's not good. 
Oh, bummer. I didn't like it. Well, I mean, it might be okay for some people, but she did like four different characters or something like that throughout the thing. Okay. It's weird. I mean, I I mean, I could see some humor in it, but I liked her in in the in crashing. Yeah. And then, the that's he, not the that's not dated. his wife, not but his the girlfriend. Wife, but the girlfriend, that he, not the weird one. Nobody likes her in that third season. That's her one and only show. She ruined her career. <laughs> she could be great, but she ruined her career by doing that show. Because she did the crazy girlfriend. You can't, right away. Yeah. You can't recover from that. You got to play like some normal people first. Oh, man. Yeah. Bummer. That was a good show, though. Crashing was. It ended fine. Yeah, I feel like it ended the way it should have. I would have been fine with one more season of it. Yeah. You could have. Just to see where where he goes. You Just to put a pin in it. Yeah. But... But but, it, but, but I they kind of put a they kind of did a they kind of finalized it anyway. I wouldn't have wanted a lot of drama in it though. I wanted to see. I would I would have been okay with a season of the show where it's basically like uh, that sh- that movie Chef. Pete wins. Pete wins. Pete wins. Yeah. Well, no, like that movie Chef with uh, John Favreau. Did you ever I watch that? About, I was I was listening to a show today where I heard him talk about. Okay. That, now I gotta watch it. So watch watch the movie Chef with John Favreau, and that's basically like a feel good movie of John Favreau winning and then winning and then winning and then winning. Like he starts off losing in the f- first few minutes of the show, but then he just wins and wins and wins and wins and wins. It's a feel good movie. I would have been fine with the final season of Crashing ended with like just showing just winning, showing like like Pete's meteoric rise on the show, getting the E Trade baby gig. Yeah, yeah, getting E Trade and uh, and starting the starting podcast, a successful podcast, starting the podcast. Yeah, I would have been, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, um, with no losing, maybe a couple here and there, nothing big though. Right. Uh, and maybe maybe that's why it ended where it, when it ended. Maybe there was no other direction. Right. Yeah. But, but, <coughs> excuse me. Because who wants to watch him lose again? What's that? Who, no, uh, no. who would want to watch him lose again? Like that'd be lame. You start seeing some success from the last season, and then all of a sudden, none. Right. Like, uh, eh, tired. <laughs> it's like glow. I feel like Glow has to end on a semi-low point because I know the real Glow did. Yeah, and I don't like I haven't looked in too greatly into the history of it. But I watched a documentary on Netflix about it. I I, I did too. I think I think I, need, I might need to rewatch it. But um, I will say this: the welfare queen from the show. Uh, recently appeared in AEW pay-per-view um, as, as her wrestling. So the welfare queen on Glow mm-hmm. is a wrestler named Karma. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it's, I, I remember reading that. She was wrestling recently on a AEW uh, pay-per-view as, as like her Karma character. Oh, cool. Um, which was cool to see her back in action, like in real action, like wrestling action. That was cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, considering she's doing the show. WWE's been doing a good job of pushing Glow. Really? They've, yeah, they've had the cast on a few times and they've had they've like Allison Bree and a, a few other cast members on to like promote their show and 
What do you think? Do you think it has one season left in it? Yeah. I think this is it. I think it would be ideal. If 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 not, it would be one more season where they're in L- uh, Las Vegas. And that's when I could rewatch. And then call it. This would be season... This is season three coming out. Yeah. Give it four. I'd say four. Four in a movie. I'm, You know... Community's ruined me because I'm like I got the whole six season in a movie thing in me. Do do that for Glow. Four seasons in a good movie. Did I'd they watch do a that. Community movie? No, not yet. But but that that was a running joke. That was a six season in, six seasons in a movie. Um, they've done six now. So do a movie. Yeah, I'd watch it absolutely. I love Joel McHale. I wish his show would have lasted on Netflix. I like his show. On so Netflix. I think I think Glow. Would be the same. I think um, House of Cards was unfortunate because Kevin Spacey ruined his life by being an asshole. Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, uh, I would have loved to have seen an actual ending to that. Did you watch nope. the, any of it? Uh, the Any of the show? Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, yes. I, I've watched, I want to say, like, the first few episodes, which I know isn't enough, because I think it really, yeah. really took off after the I mean, first season. I mean, it is, though. It's a good show, but, I mean, honestly, if you watch season one of House of Cards, you get it. Yeah. They're bloodthirsty politicians who will ruin anyone and do anything they can i mean the first few episodes honestly set the stage for it and that's all it is for the whole show so i i would say you did not miss much more okay um did you watch uh season one of succession yet not yet you still have hbo kind of that's right get it watched <laughs> watch season one of succession because the season two is coming out I know. I need to watch it. It's. Uh, I love that cast. Oh man, it's so. Is good. Brian Cox? Did he just? No, Rip Torn. Never mind. Yeah, Rip Torn just died. R.I.P. Rip. Yeah. I I do actually. I did it, Derek. I do honestly mean that though. Rip Torn right. was a great actor, and. No, he was. That's uh, a shame. Super talented. It'll be sad when when uh, Brian Cox dies though too. I would oh, say. Oh yeah, there's so many actors right now that I think, like I think Ian McShane. Yeah. Uh, John Voight. The older they get, it's like, oh man. It's gonna suck. Be Robert a big Redford. Lot. Yeah, Redford. Um, Clint Eastwood. Well, Clint's getting up there too. I mean, he's he's like 88, 89. Yeah. Uh, cool. Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Cool that Clint's yeah. been doing directing though. Still. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's remained pretty active. Um, I didn't like The Mule that much. I didn't watch it, but I'm sure I wouldn't have liked it. It was, yeah. It didn't do much for me. Mm. I'm over watching the old man movie. I like the movies he directs more than the movies he's, he's in. Yeah. It's, Again, it's almost it's kind of sad Gran Torino is not my favorite. No, it's not my favorite. I think I loved it when last, it came out. The last movie I enjoyed him in uh, a pretty good deal was uh, Space Cowboys. Great movie because there was like a great ensemble with yeah, yeah. 
Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. He's another uh, one. Uh, James Tommy Garner. Lee Jones. James Garner, R.I.P. Yeah, James Garner was a great actor. Man, The Rockford Files. Like one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Well, and I know, love The Rockford Files in its like original. People like The Notebook for McAdams and yeah. Gosling, but I like The Notebook for James Garner. Yeah. Well, and, and I remember I watched The Rockford Files when it was on... Uh, I, I would watch it on syndication from the, what, 70s? 80s? Uh, I think it's late 70s and bled into the 80s. Okay. So I would watch it in syndication. Then do you remember when The Rockford Files came back? They did movies, I thought. They did. Well, they were like miniseries. Yeah. Um, but that was in, what, 1990? Rockford Files... Uh, began between ran between seventy four to nineteen eighty. Okay, and remains in, in syndication to the present day. Let's see. I want to see it when it comes back. The movies I can't. I think came in late eighties, early nineties. They were movies. They weren't miniseries. They were the nineties, though. Well, well, I mean, not miniseries in the fact that they they didn't go to theater, though. That's what I mean. No, like they were on they, they were, were on TV, direct to TV movies. That's what they were, yeah. And my because my wife has them. Oh, nice. Um, TV movies. Okay. Keep going down. Eight Rockford Files reunion TV movies were made from 1994 to 1999. That's why why they felt like miniseries to me. Because there's eight. In a five-year period. Yeah. They were good, though. No, they're not bad. They did... That's what it sounded like, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there were two MacGyver movies. There were? Huh. We have both of those. And all seven seasons of MacGyver. Rockford's good, though. Rockford Files is good. MacGyver's not. No, it is, too. No. Have you watched a MacGyver recently? No. I'm not talking with that new... Not MacGruber. boy. Oh, you mean the, the you're talking about the new show? The new MacGyver. No, I have not watched that one especially, but I also I have not seen the original MacGyver in a long time. I I have seen a lot of those when I, I was a kid. I've rewatched as early as my twenties and th- into my thirties. Like I've rewatched some in my thirties. Okay. There's there's rewatchability to them, but I'm. My wife and I are on different, like in different schools of, mm-hmm. like she'll rewatch stuff from that time period, and she'll rewatch a lot of Rockford Files stuff, and sure. and she'll rewatch sure. other things. I don't rewatch a lot of that stuff. I kind of like I'm like, move. Let's move forward. Yeah. Let's find out what's new. Um, which doesn't always bode well for me either because I also like to kind of go down. Yeah. Like, like I like to rewatch Deadwood. Sure. There's some things I will rewatch. Um, Arrested Development. Sure. Uh, well, and I, so and why I, it made me watch the off didn't make me, but he wanted to watch a couple episodes of The Office with me, and I'm like I instantly, I'm hooked. Yeah. I mean, and I, so I still um, on uh, my cable TV that I have, uh, I will watch if The Office is on in syndication, I'll watch it. 
Um, I will also watch, and people know this, who especially listen to the show, I will watch the uh, SVU anytime. <laughs> uh, I will watch that. But also the Rockford Files, I started rewatching those a while back. Um, God, they're good, man. James Garner was good. Well, and he's got such kind of like a dry, mm-hmm. um, smarmy. Yeah. Like impatient. But he was great. Impa- like he was uh, almost impatient in his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good description, though. But uh, yeah. And I liked it. I've I've always and I've always felt like his delivery in many of his movies was I also like similar to I that. like private detective stuff. I do mm-hmm. like that. Moonlighting with uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. I I want to go back. I'm I've never watched uh, Veronica Mars, but there's a new there's season. a new one coming out. Uh, it's out. Yeah, on Hulu. I want to go back and watch some and of the so old ones. There I've was never, a movie too, wasn't there? There was a movie that yeah. was in between the new season. And this, and the original series, mm-hmm. only ran for three seasons originally, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those ones like Firefly where it got right. canceled and Early then people and, freaked out. Had a big fan cult yeah. following. Yeah. Well, we should probably get out of here. Now she's trying to find a bomber. Yeah, I saw the preview. Yeah, that's it looks all good. I know. I need to go back and revisit that show because yeah, I, I mean, I've never really watched. I've it. never watched the series but i think i watched some of the movie and it's it's not to like say that i didn't like it it's just like i had to leave you know like i had to it was one of those things where i was like i had to go to the store or something and right. then i just forgot about it well and it's not one of those shows that i think about what i'm like i need to sit down and watch every one of these episodes but mm-hmm. i wouldn't mind watching and she's in better stuff now <laughs> that's yeah uh the uh, good place the good place is great so good love ted uh, danson that's such a good show. Is it? When's it coming back? Soon? I don't know. Did you watch the show he was in with Jason Schwartzman though? Uh, Bored to Death. Yeah. I've watched parts of it, like the beginning of season. I think that I have season one. Writer um, that he based uh, Jason Schwartzman on does a really good graphic novel called The Alcoholic. It's very good. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Very good. I have it. You can borrow it. Very good. It's a comic? It's a graphic novel. Yeah. Nice. Uh, very good, though. Um, the show is great, though. I mean, I love uh, Zach Galifianakis in it, and I love I love Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson's chemistry in it together. Right. Because they're two very different characters, and they're, they've finally crossed paths in the show, and it becomes great. Um, Born to Death was actually it was a good show. A shame, again, three seasons. Well, was that with HBO? It was, yeah. I should just watch it. It's on there. It was good. Good stuff. All right. Uh, great show. That was it. That was it. Goodbye. We don't need that. <laughs> good. All right. I just another. Thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on Twitter at Derek on TSPN at TSPN Media. And Facebook. Twitter, uh, YouTube, all those things. iHeartRadio, Spotify. Yeah. And if there's one that you hold priority over the other, go to one of those. Yep. Find us there. Give us a review or give us heart or give us stars yep. or whatever it is. Whatever it takes over there. Tell, us, tell, tell your friends about us. 
Yeah. Um, it's uh, we've been gone a while. We've been gone a while. It's good. We're back now, baby. Next Rick's, week was uh, Rick should be back. back. Next week he'll intro the show, and yep. then uh, we'll be we're, we're actually back for two more weeks, yep. and off for one again, and then back. Again. Yep. And Thanks everybody. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Yep. Summer.